the biggest lie in real estate. It's absolutely crucial that you understand this lie because it forms the foundation of making good real estate decisions. But also, it can cost you tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars if you're ignorant of this lie. So what is it? Here we go. The biggest lie in real estate is that when you buy a property, you actually own it. That's right. Real estate ownership, home ownership in the United States is a lie. And that's whether you have a loan or mortgage against the property or you own it free and clear. Either way, your state, your federal, your local governments, they are your landlords when you are a homeowner or uh, an investor that owns a property. Don't believe me? Think this is some politically charged or conspiracy theory rant? Well, you decide for yourself here in a moment on several aspects of real estate ownership, uh, whether you're an owner or a tenant. And if you're already convinced of this fact, and you don't need to go through all that, you can skip ahead to the part of the video where I talk about the four major decisions of real estate and how those are impacted by understanding this very important lie. Property taxes. If you don't pay your property taxes, what happens? The government takes the property back and they evict you. Notice that they use the phrase, take it back, as if it was theirs to begin with. And then they evict you. Does that sound like you're an owner or a tenant? Tax increases. As your property value goes up over time, so too does your property taxes, aka your rent. And if you add any improvements that improve the value of the property, they increase your taxes or your rent as well. What does that sound like? An owner or a tenant? Permits. Almost any improvement, almost any repair you can make to your property requires you applying for, getting approved, and paying the fees associated with permits. You must have government approval to do almost anything with the property. Does that sound like you're an owner or a tenant? Licensed contractors. So almost any work that you want to have done, any improvements, whereby you've pulled a permit, you have to get a special type of person to do the work. It can't just be anyone off the street. They have to have a license, and that license is issued through the government. In fact, in many cases, you can't even do the work yourself. After the most recent hurricane, um, a, a Florida homeowner repaired his own roof and has been fined thousands of dollars by the local government for not using one of their licensees. Now, if you have to go by only their set of contractors or repair people, does that sound like you're an owner or a tenant? Maintenance. You got to keep the lawn mowed. You have to keep those trees trimmed. If not, you may get a fine. In fact, a recent study shows that many local governments have a huge profit center from charging homeowners for not cutting their lawns. They're, they're fining them and then adding interest and penalties to those fines. In an extreme case, a former Florida homeowner just got slapped with a, over $100,000 lawsuit against her personally from the city of Dunedin, Florida. Here's how it happened. About 10 years ago, she thought she was foreclosed upon. She moved to Georgia. Well, through some circumstances, the foreclosure paperwork never finalized. And for 10 years, she remained the owner. 
and didn't realize it. And so she never got the mail. And, and what ended up happening was the city of Dunedin just kept stacking on more and more fines for not doing the maintenance, not cutting her lawn. She was in a little subdivision. It's not like there's anything else that was going on in the property. So what happens is 10 years of penalties and fines and all that collected to over $100,000. The city of Dunedin hired an attorney, tracked her down in Georgia, and uh, slapped her with a massive lawsuit. So this is no joke. None of these things are jokes. And so I ask you, if you have to keep the lawn mowed and the trees trimmed, or you're going to get hit with fines and more taxes. Does that sound like you're an owner or a tenant? I could go on. There are a lot more examples, by the way, but I think you get the idea. So there you have it. The biggest lie in real estate is that we don't own property. We rent it from the government. And in some cases, the government can be a tough landlord. So you may be saying, wow, thanks, Phil. Try to watch your videos to be inspired. If I wanted to be depressed, I'd just turn on the news. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not putting this video together to deflate your enthusiasm about real estate. Look, I've made a fortune from real estate, and that's what I preach and I teach. But you need to understand this lie because it helps form a foundation of good decision making. There are four major decisions of real estate that when you do them correctly can make all the difference for you and your success, either as a homeowner or as a real estate investor. And let's dive into those right now. Decision one is buying the house or the, the place you're living in versus renting. This is a huge decision that everybody needs to make. I've got a great video I put together many years ago on this subject, and it dispels the myth that renting is not as good of a deal as buying. A lot of times, renting's a better deal for a lot of people. Not always. Buying makes sense too, especially if you're gonna be in that property for a long time. In the video, I talk about a five-year period, but now that we've been through this, this last 10 years of real estate increases in value, you might have to be in the property more like six or seven years for buying to make more sense than renting. Decision number two is, as a real estate investor, flipping versus renting houses. I have a great video on that subject where I go in depth of where it makes sense for either one. And that's what's so important in light of this big lie. You need to know when it makes more sense to flip that property, that house, versus to rent that property long term. Rentals have got to, they've got to put out or they've got to get out, right? They've, they've got to make enough money where it makes more sense just to grab their money now because you know you got a landlord and the government and they're, they're, they're going to need to be satisfied. Decision three is to have a mortgage on the property or to shoot for owning properties free and clear. I think for the most part, most people truly do not understand this at all. And so I actually put a great video together on this subject where I go in depth and explaining why it almost always makes sense to have a mortgage, long-term fixed rate loans in place against real estate. In fact, now more than ever, I mean, I think yesterday we hit almost record lows in the interest rates again, and pundits are predicting that there's gonna be more interest rate drops before the end of the year. It is so cheap to borrow money against real estate, and the, the amount of money you can earn from that money is so much higher. The returns almost any rational person can uh, produce is much higher than the cost of the debt. So it's, it's, it's economically irresponsible to shoot for owning real estate free and clear, especially in light of the fact that you know that you're still a tenant, that ultimately you own it free and clear, but you don't own it because the government does and they can still tax you and they can still take the property from you even if you own it free and clear. All right, that's decision three. I made it easy for you. Go with the mortgage. Decision four is another big one. Keep versus sell or communicate it a different way, 
uh, as Kenny Rogers sang, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. You need to know when you should sell that investment property or if, let's say, for example, you're moving to a new area, do you sell the home you lived in or do you keep it and then go buy the second property? So now you have two. And I get this question a lot from friends and family. It's actually a really simple determination. I go in depth on the concept in this video, the millionaire misunderstanding, but I can explain it real quick here and I call it return on equity. So return on equity meaning whatever equity you have in the house or the, or the investment property, you have to look at how much cash is being brought in with that equity. And if you have very little cash flow, you may either want to refinance or sell that property, take that equity, put it into a property that returns a lot higher. Because remember, you have a landlord, right? It's the government. And so that property needs to be high performing. It needs to, it needs to be producing enough results that it's worth for your, your equity to be stuck into it. So that's what we mean by keep versus sell. These four decisions, when you make these correctly, it can have a huge impact on your success. And you can see now why understanding the biggest lie in real estate makes such an impact on these decisions. The most successful real estate professionals, they follow the government rules and they still make a fortune. And if you want to learn exactly how to do that, my best-selling book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor, I give away for free on these videos. Get you a copy right there if you don't already have it. And I'm Phil Pustiowski, by the way, with FreedomMentor.com. If you have any questions or comments about what I've shared here, put them down below. And even though I've got over, I think it's like 70 million views on this channel, I still take the time to answer your stuff. So feel, feel free to comment down below. And I also want to encourage you, check out the video, The Millionaire Misunderstanding. One of my favorite videos I've ever created. I'm surprised by how few views are on there because I share with you in depth the, the vision of return on equity and how big of an impact that can make on your decision-making process. All right, thanks so much for watching this video. I'll see you on the next one.